Muriwai homeowners still have no idea how the value of their flood-damaged properties will be calculated for the Joint Government Council buyout scheme. 24 Muriwai properties were yesterday deemed too dangerous to live in and they'll likely be bought out by the council and government. The owners of those Category 3 properties are now waiting to hear how much they'll be offered for their wrecked homes. Auckland Councillor Morris Williamson chairs the Revenue Expenditure and Finance Committee that is overseeing the buyout process and he joins me now. Kia ora, Morris. Good afternoon, Lisa. How complicated is it to establish value on these properties? Look, it's a very complicated process to get to the end product because, first of all, we had to work out the sort of global numbers, what percentage of government, what percentage of council. Uh, by getting some really good movement by the government on some making space for water issues and transport network recovery, we've finalised on the house buyback at a 50-50 deal, which is great, which means council uh, gets some real benefit uh, in the other areas and we go 50-50 with government on the house buyback. But the real difficult issue then is you've first of all got to have a a lot of detail go into how you categorise each house and that's got a lot of work to be done. It's not just a house that's damaged, but a house that could be potentially at risk from a cliff or in a floodplain uh, that is likely to flood again with even just modest water. Uh, it, it's very hard for the residents. Lisa, I get that. It must be heartbreaking for some of them. But it's one of these issues that's going to take some time to get to the end of the of the line. Morris, are you going to use the same formula for every property that's classified as three and eligible for a buyout? My understanding of it is, and none of this is decided yet, remember, we first of all got to actually go out and consult with the public on whether uh, the public are happy with the council spending our money on this buyback. But I I believe we'll get to a reasonable place on that. The, The details are yet to be ironed out. I would have thought that the formula will be reasonably, it has to be reasonably transparent to all people so they can see why it was that Fred up the road got what he got and... Uh, Mary down the road got what she got. Uh, It's going to be a difficult, difficult process, but I think if there's some goodwill on all sides, the council's definitely prepared to put the money into its 50% of the buyback. I think we'll get there in the end. Aren't there some lessons from the Christchurch earthquake, Morris? Could you not just apply the most recent rates valuation to, to properties? Yeah, look, there are some lessons from the Christchurch earthquake. I was the Associate uh, Canterbury Earthquake Recovery Minister for many years, and I do think some of that we can take on board. But there are some unique uh, situations, just as there was in Christchurch. Some of the properties are not that badly damaged, but, of course, they are in big risk category of a cliff behind them or they're on top of a cliff that could eventually go or in a plane where uh, the flooding could be really bad even from modest rainfall. If they're unlivable, Morris, just on that point, if I can get you to pause for a second, if they are unlivable because of the risk, they are of no value to the person who owns them, right? So then to establish what their prior value was, do you think rateable value is a good option? Uh, I'm not going to comment on that because that's something yet to be decided by the full council. Uh, that will be an issue. It certainly will be one of the issues for consideration. Right, so uh, one, of the, Lisa, one of the potential I, formulas in the mix. What other options would there be for determining value? 
Well, tr- trying to make a, a general estimate of what property values were in the area using some sort of a multiplier, but again, that will be different for each of the properties, so it's going to be difficult. In the end, it's a voluntary scheme and the property owner will have a right to say, I'm not prepared to settle at that level. Um, but then you've got quite difficult issues of what you do for the future for that. Look, all I want to make it clear is this is a very difficult process with a long way to go yet and a lot of decisions yet to be taken on the specifics. Mm. And anybody who thinks that it's simple is really dreaming. So I suppose what you want to achieve is a good starting point. So do you want these people who are unable to live in their houses and can't because they're too dangerous, do you think as a result of the buyout they should be able to buy like for like somewhere else? Is that what you're trying to achieve? Sorry, Morris, your line has just gone a bit your line just went a bit funny there and we couldn't hear you. So if you wouldn't mind repeating. Okay again now. Slightly. I might get you to shuffle around a little bit because this is kind of critical. Okay. Should people out of a buyout settlement be able to buy like for like for the property that they had for the next property they own? Of course, that, that would be the general principle you would use when you were trying to do the settlement, that like for like. But again, one, one of the problems with that is very difficult to exact, exactly pinpoint what like for like is. The same sort of a house but in a different suburb may to somebody say that's not worth what it was when it was back where I was. So, look, uh, we're going to work this through. We're going to try and good faith keep uh, everybody informed. Council's got some decisions to make and it'll go to the whole governing body in the end, the package, and then the various individual uh, settlements will be done. Um, But I, I would suggest that this could easily be still running at the end of the year. Sorry, say that again. Do you anticipate that they will be given a number by the end of the year? I would hope that many of them get a number before that time, but I said I would suggest this could still be running by the end of this year and go into the into the new year. But you are hopeful or aiming to give them well, a number no, by no the end of the year? No one can tell. That's my problem. Here's the problem, Lisa. No one can tell. No one can tell. This is all new uncharted territory. You can't, if I made a commitment to you right now, look, I guarantee this will be done by the 28th of October, done. I'd be foolish because there are so many moving parts and so many people needing to be involved in it and so many people needing to be making that final decision. Doesn't get any cheaper the longer you leave it, though, does it, Morris? Well, that's not true if property prices are dropping. Well, that would suggest that you're looking to give them a value other than the one that they had prior to the damage. No, it's not. You said like for like, if a like property to what they had before will have dropped in value as well by now. Right, so potentially some people get get paid out less than what their last rateable value was. Well, no, you said like for like, if we were Mm -hmm. offering them a property of a similar type nature to what their property was, the property prices dropping may affect that. I'm not saying they will. Right. Uh, Again, I don't want any of this interview to be it's a definite because nothing's definite yet. Okay, Morris, one thing that will be definite is who comes up with the formula uh, uh, to put before the council for a vote, for a full vote. Is that your committee? We will have have officials. We've got a a flood recovery uh, manager who's been brought in specifically for the purpose with a staff. They're working with, they're going out and visiting on a daily basis, talking to residents. See, some of the categorisation is not yet finalised. Many of the properties out in West Auckland are categorised as two slash three, which means they might be a two, 
or they might be a three. So that's got to be done yet as well. It's not like they're all being categorised and that's done and finished. Thank you for your time, Morris. Appreciate it. Morris Williamson, who chairs the Revenue Expenditure and Finance Committee. They are overseeing the buyout process. As he says, any decisions will be taken by the full council.